0: Assalamu alaikum guys, welcome to another episode of Soulful Productivity, ideas to live and work at your best and find joy in a way that aligns with the values of Islam. I am your host Atiba and today this will be a casual kind of episode where I will be discussing a few random topics. But before I get started with that, I'd like to make an important announcement. If you have been following this show for a while, you might have noticed that Hidaya, my co-host, has not been present in the past two episodes. So, I'd like to let you know that, unfortunately, Hidaya is caught up in her other projects at the moment. And so, for Productivity will remain a solo show for the time being with me as your host. With that being said, let's move on to today's topic. Basically, what I will be doing today is diving into a personal account of how I set my New Year's goals. Now, this can sound like quite an odd topic, but it actually coincides with my personal review of my yearly goals which i usually do when around half the year has passed apart from that i think you could give it more context when you think that we have just finished the first month of the hijri calendar which is Muharram. i will be talking about how i set my new year goals how my process has changed over time then i will also talk about the practice of setting new year's resolutions and what's my take on it and i will be giving you some alternative options on how you can uh, set goals on a yearly basis without relying on the usual January-December time period. So let's start this with what is probably the more interesting part of this conversation which is the practice of setting new year's resolutions. I guess you'd have heard all the cliches about how people set crazy resolutions and no one does them beyond January at most And actually, there have been multiple studies that have been done on New Year's resolutions that say that most people fail at their resolutions. Of course, like everything, there are multiple factors which might cause you to fail your New Year's resolutions. But the key player here is the fact that we don't set realistic expectations. It is a norm to set crazy resolutions for the New Year to become a new version of you. The problem is that if you have not done anything regarding this, if you have been living your life the way you always do until say December 31st and you suddenly expect to turn a new leaf on 1st January and if you expect to bring about a number of major changes to your life then guess what you are more likely to fail. It is so much better if you are staying aware of your weaknesses if you are building on your goals step by step instead of trying to do it all in this month and just change your life from January onwards and I am giving this more focus because these goals are not just about the other things you might have on your list like maybe you want to be more healthy maybe you want to spend more time on your career but this is a concept that can be applied to Islamic goals as well because oftentimes we realize the things that we are doing wrong that we could improve in our deen, and we try to do them all at once. This often makes the process too overwhelming for us and we end up giving up we feel like we cannot do this, that we cannot be that religious, all of which are very far from the truth. And we end up having all these negative thoughts about our abilities or about the difficulty of practicing our religion. As for me, I never set what are called new year resolutions. However, I did have new year goals and while not as wild as the resolutions, they were also often very unrealistic and it was to trial and error through often failing at my goals and then blaming myself and then realizing that blaming myself isn't changing anything and maybe what I need to change is my approach to setting goals. What I need to change is maybe realizing what is realistically achievable for me and aiming for that instead. That eventually made me better at this. This brings me to the next topic of our conversation which is also the first major twist I will be giving you regarding an alternative way of setting your new year Goals. You see, I believe, and I was definitely one of these people to some extent, that sometimes you just feel that it is too cliché that people set goals for the new year and try to achieve them and you feel like maybe you don't want to do that, you don't want to set goals when everyone else is setting them and just because everyone else is setting them. This can end up making you feel alienated from the concept of setting goals altogether. However, there sure are important and useful benefits. To the practice of setting goals, including setting yearly goals. It can give you a long-term vision of what you want to achieve in this year. And even if you don't set goals that are very specific, if at the very least, if you have this idea in mind of doing a kind of review or goal setting process once a year, then it will help you stay in touch with your reality. It will help you see where you are going in your life and what you can do to make your daily actions come more in line with the direction you want your life to take. So, how do I do this? First of all, initially, my yearly goal setting process did not used to happen at the new year at all. In fact, it used to happen at my birthday which falls in November. This had the benefit that I was not setting goals when everyone else is setting them so it was not like I was getting influenced by other people and it also had the advantage that this being November, I could use the two last months of the year as a kind of buffer period that if I could not achieve something by November, I could put in more efforts towards achieving it by the actual end of the year and this is an approach that you can apply as well you can use your birthday as a point where you set goals instead of it being the new year and even if your birthday doesn't fall in november even if it doesn't fall at the end of the year that can act as a buffer period like it did for me it can still help you have a different checkpoint so instead of just relying on seeing your goals once a year you will be able to see them and the direction they are taking sometime in the middle of the year as well. That's my first alternative take on how you can set new year goals without actually setting them in the new year. And before I tell you about the second one, I will need to share more of my goal setting journey with you. First, I'll be telling you what my yearly goals usually look like. Usually, I tend to set a few broader, bigger kind of goals that will take a long while to achieve. This can be related to my studies or my career or my blogging journey until now and they can also be about any personal transformation i am wanting to make such as being better in my relationships or being better at handling my emotions. These are the kind of broad set of goals that I set. Apart from this, in recent times, I've been focusing on setting habit goals as well. What can these habits be about? Some of these can complement my bigger goals, while others are just habits I need to develop and don't have a connection with any bigger theme. All this might make you curious. What were my goals this year, and how am I doing in them so far? So let me tell you, I had... different kind of theme in mind this year which was about learning you see all these years i realized that i had kind of lost touch with one of the things that i love most which is learning new things and i felt like i needed to dedicate a time in my life for doing it so this theme of learning was about deciding on a specific subject that i'd like to learn throughout the whole of the year and this also extended to my habit goals in that I'd like to set up a habit of learning something every day, maybe 15 minutes, maybe one hour. It depended on how much time I had on my hands. The subject that I ended up deciding was psychology, because at that time, during the, towards the end of last year and for the first two months of this year, I was posted in the secretary department of my hospital. And while psychology had always been an interesting subject for me, working in the department actually helped me consider this as maybe a valid career choice as well. But before I took the leave, I wanted to learn more about the subject and I wanted to see if I can really uh, do this learning from a professional perspective and still enjoy doing it. So that is why psychology was my subject for the year. And apart from that, I felt like I had all these elements that I needed in my daily life in order to make me feel like I'm having a good lifestyle every day. And it included learning, but it also included making art. It included taking care of myself, like exercising and eating healthier. It included reading books. So all these things ended up being some of my habit goals for the year. So how am I doing in these goals? Unfortunately, I find this a hard question to answer because halfway through my yearly goals to a major transformation, I went from having learning as my theme to changing the theme of my year's goals altogether. My new theme was just about having all these elements that I consider crucial to my lifestyle and making them happen in my life for real. And some of these elements were the same as I've said before, like learning or making art, but uh, the There were also a few others added and a few others deleted from this list which is why I don't have a linear scale to compare how my goals went and how I expected them to go. But this actually brings me to the positive part of all this and which can also serve as a lesson to us all is that. Don't get too fixated on your idea of success or of what goals you want to achieve. Because you see, so many times it happens that we want to achieve something and we wish for it and we strive for it and we pray for it for such a long time. But by the time we are getting closer to achieving it, we find out that maybe it's not as good as we thought or maybe we don't want it anymore. Or sometimes it can be a more, I will say, a more sobering journey in that you will realize that you are not able to achieve that vision you had and through that failure you actually realize that maybe you don't need it anyway. The lesson here is that we should always stay open to change and that includes changing your yearly goals if at any point in the year you find that they are not serving you anymore. Now let's talk about an even more positive aspect of the transformation that my goals went through in this year. The positive aspect is that as my goals changed like this I ended up having more habits on my list or more goals on my list that were islamically oriented and if you have heard my episode on Ramadan goals you will know some of these changes and how they occurred and what some of my Ramadan goals were but basically I already did have some of these goals on my list like having better khushu in prayer for example or praying more properly but that was about it and as I went through this transformation I realized that I needed even more things that are islamically oriented in order to have a a better lifestyle i realized that i needed to be even closer to allah even more in touch with islam than i than i thought and i also realized that it is easier and more doable than what i had thought before and so i could go further with my Islamic goal setting than I had earlier assumed was possible for me at this time. And so Islam also became a part of the theme that I had for my new year's goals. Islam became a central theme of whenever I was thinking of doing something, whenever I was thinking of setting goals, whenever I was trying to think of the things I'd like to achieve this year or in the next years, it became a recurring theme and instead of having just one or two good Islamic habits that I'd like to achieve this year, I ended up having a huge list and not all of which needed to be done this year but which needed to be ongoing for the coming years as well because Islam is a journey, right? So, you keep on improving and growing in this journey as you go. That brings me to the second approach of setting your goals for the year. This is an idea that I also thought of myself and I also got some of it from the podcasts I was listening to at the moment. But basically, the idea is you treat Ramadan as the month in which you set your new year's goals. This has a benefit that, at that point, we are more in touch with Islam, so we are likely to think of our Islamic goals as well. And inshallah, even for the other goals, this time, this month has more Barakah in it, has more blessings in it. So you are more likely to achieve, you are more likely to get Allah's help in everything that you do. So instead of following the Gregorian calendar or the practice of doing all this on your birthday, you you can just switch to an Islamic version altogether and follow our history calendar instead and use Ramadan as your starting point and let me tell you it's likely to be a strong starting point unlike what the whole fasting might have you believe because I ended up doing so much in, more in this Ramadan than I thought I would in this fasting stage and these are not just Islamic achievements that I'm talking about in here but I'm also talking about achievements in the other aspects of my life. So, for example, this podcast was thought of and was almost started in Ramadan and I also started writing again after more than a year's break in Ramadan and I had so many ideas and I was more productive than I was being otherwise. I also finally kept my habit of waking late as I have talked about multiple times and I started staying awake from Seher itself. All of these were many amazing achievements that I achieved during the month of ramadan and this was without me having any goal of doing so so you can only imagine how much more this effect will be compounded when you have decided on a few goals and you are having a direction on where to direct your focus your energy and your extra abilities in ramadan okay guys so that's it for today's episode and i hope that some of these tips and some of my journey was helpful to you or inspiring to you and i hope to see you in the next episode which will be all about how to have more hoshu in prayer or how to have more concentration in prayer. This has been a major focus of my Islamic development this year. So, I sure have a lot to talk about it, inshallah. So, if you struggle with having huju in prayer, if you think that it is too hard, then tune in to our episode next Friday and inshallah, I will give you tips and you will find them helpful. And of course, if you haven't subscribed to Soulful Productivity, do hit the subscribe button and you will get reminded of the next episode straight away. Thank you so much for listening. To this episode today and i will see you in the next one allah peace